0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson, and I welcome you guys into this broadcast. Hallelujah. Today, I want to talk to you about abiding in the Holy Seed. Hallelujah. The Word of the Lord tells us, Be holy, for I am holy. The Father says, be holy hallelujah for i am holy and if you will just for a moment i want to look to the lord in union with his holy spirit and talk about abiding in holiness hallelujah father god i thank you for this day for this morning i thank you father for new beginnings for fresh anointing father god i thank you lord for your word father i ask in this hour that you will wash us cleanse us, Lord God. Every stronghold and argument in our mind um, and in our heart, Father God, that stands against the truth of your word, Lord Jesus. May it come down today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Father. I just thank you for your word. And I thank you, Lord, that you are holy and you have imputed your holiness to us all through Jesus Christ our Lord and for this I give you praise in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus I pray amen amen and amen hallelujah so if you will go with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah we're looking at the holiness of the Lord Most High hallelujah I want to read to you today from the Complete Jewish Study Bible. I'm going to be reading in um, the sixth chapter of Isaiah. Hallelujah. Um, And again, our focal, focal point or our focus this morning is on the holiness of the Lord Most High and abiding in His holiness. Okay. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord tells us in the sixth chapter of Isaiah, the Lord says, in the year of King Isaiah's death, I saw Adonai, who is a Lord, sitting on a high lofty throne. The hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphim stood over him, each with six wings two for covering his face, two for covering his feet, and two for flying. They were crying to one another, more holy than the holiest holiness is Adonai Zavout, all right? Adonai Zavout is the Lord of hosts in Hebrew, hallelujah. They cried to one another, listen to me, more holy then the holiest holiness, hallelujah, is Adonai Zevout, the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Hallelujah. I want to stop right there and ask you today, when was the last time you stood still and quieted your mind and your heart enough to see the glory of the Lord in the earth even as the seraphim declared that the whole earth is filled With his glory. That tells me, hallelujah, that as we journey through this space called time under the sun, that we should be able to see, hallelujah, the the glory of the Lord. Because the whole earth is filled with his glory hallelujah and so my prayer this morning is that the lord most high will help us to be able to see his glory in our day-to-day lives the bible tells us in the 19th psalm if you will Go with me there or whenever you listen to this broadcast, hallelujah, open your Bible to the 19th Psalm. The word of the Lord tells us here that the heavens declare the glory of God. The dome of the sky speaks the work of his hands. Hallelujah. Listen to me. There is a constant, a perpetual or continual declaration of the glory of God. Hallelujah. It is consistently being pronounced throughout all of creation, throughout the earth. The Bible says the heavens declare. Hallelujah. The glory of God. Sometimes... We, we 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 get caught up in what is going on in our lives, and and we focus in on um, the small details of life, right? And they're big t- details for us because they're impacting us. But I just believe today, hallelujah! If that we will just take a moment to behold the glory of God in the earth, we will know in that moment that everything is going to be. Oh, right. Hallelujah. The heavens literally declare it. Listen to this 19th Psalm. The word of the Lord says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The dome of the sky speaks the work of his hands. Every day it utters speech. Every night it reveals knowledge. Without speech, without a word without their voices being heard. Their line goes out through all the earth and the words to the end of the world. Hallelujah. In them, he places a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom from the bridal chamber with delight, like an athlete. To run his race. It rises at one side of the sky. Circles around. Hallelujah. To the other side. And nothing escapes its heat. Listen to me. The earth. The heavens. Hallelujah. Declares the glory of the Lord. And we just need to be still. And quiet our mind and our heart enough. To see the glory of the Lord. And in that space. Hallelujah. You will know i will know that everything hallelujah is in control it is in the lord's control and that everything will be all right hallelujah these angels said the whole earth is filled with his glory indeed it is verse verse four of this sixth chapter of isaiah says the doorposts shook at the sound of their shouting. So they weren't whispering it. They were, hallelujah, declaring it with very strong, loud, boisterous voices, saying, hallelujah, more holy than the holiest holiness is Adonai Zavout." Hallelujah, listen to me. The word of the Lord says, that the doorposts shook at the sound of their shouting and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, hallelujah, Isaiah speaks here and he says, Woe to me, I too am doomed because I am a man with unclean lips, living among a people with unclean lips. I have seen with my own eyes the king, Adonai, Zavall. Listen to me. The Lord Most High is sending Isaiah to a rebellious people to a sinful nation. Hallelujah. That is the nation of Israel. And he is to go and to pronounce. Hallelujah. Judgment. Judgment against their sin. Judgment against their rebellion, against the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. And the Lord most high reveals his holiness. He reveals himself the essence of of who he is to Isaiah. Hallelujah. So that at, at, so that when he goes to speak this judgment that is coming to the nation of Judah. Hallelujah. He can declare it from a place of conviction and understanding knowing that the Lord most high is holy and he requires us to be Holy Hallelujah! Listen to me. Isaiah says, "I'm a man of unclean lips." Hallelujah. He says, "I've seen with my own eyes." Adonai, Zavout, the Lord of hosts, and the word of the Lord says at verse six: One of the seraphim flew to me with a glowing coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongues from the altar. He touched my mouth with it and said, "Hear." This has touched your lips. Your iniquity is gone. Your sin is atoned for. Hallelujah. I want you to know something this morning. That in the presence of holiness. Hallelujah. We become very aware of our uncleanness. Of our unrighteousness. Hallelujah. And it is in that space that we began to confess our sins. The very presence of the Lord Most High commands confession and repentance. Right there. Hallelujah. This is our sacrifice as a royal priesthood and a holy nation. This is what the Lord Most High's presence commands. Confession and repentance. Isaiah said, I am a man of unclean lips and so the seraphim hallelujah uh, bring forth the coals and touch his mouth and says what your iniquity is gone your sin is atoned for hallelujah not only does the presence of the Lord his holiness command confession and repentance but his holiness hallelujah and His, His, his holy presence calls forth atonement You see, because we can't even stand in the presence of the Lord, lest our sins not be atoned for. Hallelujah. But they have been atoned for through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord tells us in the book of Revelation, chapter 13 and verse 8. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, everyone living on earth will worship it except those whose names are written in the book of life. Belonging to the lamb slaughtered before the world was slain. I want to focus in on that part. Hallelujah. The lamb was slaughtered before the world was founded. Before the foundation of the earth was laid the Lamb, hallelujah, who removes the sin of humanity, the sin of the world, hallelujah, before the foundation was laid before God said let there be hear me today hallelujah he made holiness a possibility hallelujah he made holiness ac- accessible before he said let there be light and it was and it was good hallelujah holiness was already possible because the lamb hallelujah was slaughtered before the foundation of the earth was laid and here in this vision hallelujah the son of God hadn't even come to the earth and and the Lord most high is showing Isaiah who he is and that he is the holy one of Israel and he requires holiness hallelujah and what he is able to offer Isaiah even before the lamb of God had come into the earth because he was already sacrificed in the kingdom of heaven hallelujah he atoned hallelujah for his sin even in that moment when he touches his lips with the cold coals and he says your iniquity is gone hallelujah and your sin is atoned for hallelujah because the lamb who takes away the sin of the world has already been slaughtered it is listen to me hallelujah thank you lord most high hallelujah thank you lord this is the reason why when we pray, we say, hallelujah, Lord, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Everything is already accomplished for us in the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. And Jesus came down, hallelujah, into the earth and he finished this work. He Gave himself up by way of crucifixion on a cross, becoming sin for us, taking all a curse on himself because the wage of sin is death. And he says, I'm here to pay it. Hallelujah. I'm here to give myself up for the sin of the whole world. Why? So that holiness, hallelujah, holiness, so that holiness can be. Possible and accessible in the earth. Listen to me. Hallelujah. The seraphim said to Isaiah, your iniquity is gone and your sin is atoned for when they took the coal from the altar because on the altar in the kingdom of heaven, the the lamb was already slain. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Hallelujah. Isaiah says at verse eight, then I heard the voice of Adonai saying, Hallelujah! Whom shall I sin? And this is another thing we have in the presence of the Lord. Not only does the presence of the holiness of the Lord Most High cause us to confess our sins and brings, ushers us into repentance. Hallelujah. Only the holiness of God can do that. The holiness of God ushers us into repentance. Hallelujah. And the Lord cleanses us. And then after that, listen to me. The word of the Lord says that the Lord says, whom shall I sin? Who will go for us? Hallelujah. Who is us? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the kingdom. Hallelujah. Who will go for the kingdom? Who will go for the Godhead? Hallelujah. Who will go for us? And Isaiah responds and he says, Here I am. Send me. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Hallelujah. When we abide in the holiness, of the Lord most high, our response to the Lord is always yes. Okay, Isaiah is in a very holy place. And I I want to submit to us this morning that it is in the holy place that we can hear the Lord Most High clearly. Hallelujah. God wants us to have clarity. And in these last days, in these perilous times, we need to be able to hear the Lord. And so Isaiah, hallelujah, not part of the conversation. He just hears the conversation and he hears the voice of the Lord saying, who will go for us? And he responds and he says, here I am, Lord, send me. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Uh, Hallelujah. Isaiah said, "I, I am here, send me. He said, the Lord said, go and tell this people, who is this people? He's to go and tell his chosen people, his people who are to be holy. He's he's to go and tell the nation of Israel, the nation of Judah. Hallelujah. He is to speak to this rebellious nation. And he is to give them a message from the Lord Most High. Hallelujah. What is this message? The Lord Most High says, tell them this. Verse 9. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, go and tell this people, yes, you hear, but you don't understand. Hallelujah. He says, tell this people, you certainly see, but you don't get the point. You know, how often are we hearing and not understanding? How often are we, hallelujah, seeing and and, and not really getting the point, you know, Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says that in the last days, God says, I'm going to pour my spirit out on all flesh. He says, your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Listen to me. Hallelujah. The Lord says, tell them you hear, but you're not understanding. I am holy. Hallelujah. And I am setting you apart for holiness. He says, you see, but you don't get the point. You don't understand all that it is that I have done for you in, in delivering you from bondage and bringing you to, to, to a land that I have established for you, a land of promise. Hallelujah. The Lord said to them, you, you, you hear and you see, but you still don't get it. You still rebel. You still turn away. You still forget about me. You still live like I don't exist. You still act like I'm not holy. You still trample my courts. You still, hallelujah, live beneath the privilege. You still live beneath your privilege. Hallelujah. Because you hear and you don't understand. You see and you're not getting the point. And so the Lord says, hallelujah. This is what's going to happen. Verse 10. God says, this is, this is the Lord's message through Isaiah to the nation of Israel. He says, listen to me. This is what it's going to be. He says, make the heart of this people sluggish with fat. Stop up their ears and shut their eyes. Otherwise, seeing with their eyes and hearing with their ears, then understanding with their hearts, they might repent and be healed. The Lord says, Make the heart of this people sluggish with fat. Hallelujah. Stop up their ears and shut their eyes. Why? Because they choose to not hear. They hear, but there is no response. There is no repentance. There is no commitment. There is no true surrender. There is no reverence. Hallelujah. And so the Lord says, okay, because you won't hear, Then you shall not hear. Because you won't see. Then you shall not see. You shall be void of understanding. Listen to me. Time is short. And a lot of times we live like we have so much time to get a clue. To get it right. To come to the Lord. You know. Um, Hallelujah. Listen to me. Your salvation is now. Hallelujah. The time to yield to the Lord Most High is now. It's not later. It is now. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm not talking about good works. I am saying the time to surrender and receive the salvation of the Lord most high is now. There's only one day in the kingdom of heaven. And that is today. The Lord says not tomorrow. He says today. If you hear my voice Don't harden your heart. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The Lord says, because you won't hear, because you won't see and understand and get the point, then you you shall not hear and you shall not see. I'm going to make it impossible for you to because this is what you have chosen. So this is what you shall have. Hallelujah. Have mercy on us, Lord God, according to your love that never fails. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me. We're talking about abiding in the holiness of the Lord Most High. So so God is saying this to Isaiah. And Isaiah asks the Lord at verse 11. He says, Adonai, Lord, how long? How long will they not be able to hear you and understand? How long will they not be able to see? And watch what the Lord Most High says. Hallelujah. The Lord says, until cities become uninhabited ruins. Hallelujah. He says, until houses without human presence, until the land is utterly wasted. What is the Lord of hosts after? He is after desolation. He is going to level it. He is going to make it a wasteland. Verse 12 says, until Adonai, drives the people far away and the land is one of desolation. Hallelujah. We're talking about the same land flowing with milk and honey. We're talking about the same land uh, when the nation went in to spy it out and they brought those grapes out. Those grapes were huge and they it took multiple men to be able to carry them. The Lord says, I'm going to lay it waste. Hallelujah. Why? Because you hear and you don't understand. You see, but you're not getting the point. You're not surrendering. You're not Committing, you keep thinking that an idol is greater than me, you keep thinking that there is something under the sun. That is greater than I am. But the Lord Most High says, Hallelujah, I am the Lord of hosts. I am the one who sits high and looks low. I am the creator of the universe in which you reside. Hallelujah, the Lord says you see, but you don't understand. And because you're not getting the point, Hallelujah, the Lord says, I'm going to have to shrink the nation. Hallelujah. The Lord says in verse verse." 12 until Adonai drives the people far away and the land is one of desolation if even a tenth he says if even a tenth of the people remain it will be devoured. God is saying, I'm going to reduce my people to less than a tenth of their population. And I am going to make their land a wasteland. Uninhabitable. I'm going to drive them away from this place that I have given to them. Why? Because they don't see. They don't get it. Hallelujah. Listen to me. It's the same thing with parenting. Sometimes the Lord has to leave us to our devices. He says, okay, you don't want to hear? Okay, I'll clog your ears up. (laughs) And listen to me when I say this. Hallelujah. All of this that God is doing is for the salvation of the nation. Okay? Because it's a very dangerous thing to continue to hear the goodness of God to know the goodness of God, to receive the revelation of the Lord Most High and continue to rebel. That's dangerous. Hallelujah. We don't want to become reprobate. Hallelujah. We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. And so the Lord clogs them up for their own good. Hallelujah. To save the nation, to save some, he has to make it impossible for them to be able to hear and see, lest the whole nation be destroyed. And I wasn't his will. Listen to me. Hallelujah. Here's, Here's the beauty of the holiness of the Lord Most High. The Lord says, hallelujah, the latter part of verse 13. He says, but like a pistachio tree or an oak whose trunk remains alive after its leaves fall off. He says, the holy seed will be in its trunk. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The Lord says, let me say that one more time. He says, but like all of this devastation is happening to the nation. People are dying. People are being driven away. The the, the nation, their their land literally has become a wasteland. But the Lord says, I'm going to reduce it not to zero. I got to get it under 10. I got to reduce it. Hallelujah. To less than 10% of their population but the lord says this he says but like a pistachio tree or an oak whose trunk remains alive hallelujah hear me the trunk remains alive the leaves might fall off hallelujah some people will die because they won't hear the same as they fail hallelujah the bible says that their bodies fail in the desert why Because they had an unbelieving heart. They couldn't align to truth. They wouldn't just follow the Lord. They wouldn't just take him at his word. They wouldn't believe what he was saying. They had ears, but they weren't hearing. They had eyes, but they weren't understanding. Hear me, people of God, today. In the presence of his holiness, God says, Sometimes I have to reduce you to save you. And so he's reducing the nation. But he says the trunk remains alive. Why is the trunk significant? This latter part, he says, after its leaves fall off, the holy seed will be in the trunk. (laughs) The holy seed will be in the trunk. A trunk of a tree is critical for support to the limbs. (laughs) hallelujah, as long as the trunk is alive. The Lord says the holy seed will be in the trunk the trunk is critical for support and nourishment hallelujah so so all of the nourishment that comes up through the root hallelujah flows through the trunk and up and through the branches hallelujah so that even though the leaves have fallen in this season hallelujah because the nutrients are still flowing and because the holy seed is still in the trunk holiness is still growing and the seeds, hallelujah, will begin to flourish again. They will grow again. Hallelujah. The tree will thrive again. Hallelujah. But it can't thrive as it is because there's too much death and anything dead has to fall off. And so the Lord allows devastation. He allows the nation to shrink, hallelujah, not to bring it uh, 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 to zero, hallelujah, but to shrink it just enough, hallelujah, so that he can bring about restoration, hear me, people of God, hallelujah, the Lord is telling Isaiah, inhabitants of the land that I have promised, the people, my chosen people, some of the people In the nation. Hallelujah. That I have chosen and set apart. They will die. But the Lord says. But because the trunk remains alive. And the holy seed is in the trunk. There will be restoration. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in the 12th chapter of Hebrews. I want to read it. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says in the 12th chapter of Hebrews. Verse 14. Keep pursuing shalom. Hallelujah. With everyone and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Hallelujah. God says without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to me. So he says the holy seed is in the trunk. Because without holiness, no one will see the Lord. You cannot come into the kingdom of the Lord Most High without being made holy. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I just thank God today for letting his will be done in the earthly realm as it is in heaven. That the lamb who was slain before the foundation of the world was slain. Hallelujah. Before the foundation of the world was laid. Hallelujah. That he came and he gave himself up. Let me read to you another verse. The word of the Lord says, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians um, chapter 5 if you will, last couple of verses. And I'm bringing this message today to a close. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 5. All right, I'm almost there, y'all. Here we go second Corinthians chapter five. Yes. I want to read verse 21. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, God made this sinless man be a sin offering on our behalf. Hallelujah. This is hallelujah. Listen to me. Verse five. Again, the word of the Lord tells us without holiness, We cannot see the Lord. You can't enter into the kingdom without holiness. So God imputes holiness to us through Christ Jesus, our Lord. He is the holy seed in the trunk. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Verse 21 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. God made this sinless man, who is Christ, be a sin offering on our behalf so that in union with him, we might fully share in God's righteousness. Listen to me. As we abide in holiness, we have to understand what the Lord Most High has done through Jesus Christ. Now the Bible says that Jesus Christ was without sin. Hallelujah. He was without sin. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't say anything wrong. Hallelujah. He was without sin. But listen to me. The Lord Most High says that God made this sinless man be a sin offering. He was a sin offering. Hallelujah. What does that say to us? Sin was imputed to him. It wasn't about what he did. Hallelujah. It wasn't about his actions. Hallelujah. Sin was imputed to him, although he was the perfect lamb of God and he did no wrong. There was no error in his way. The scripture says sin was imputed to him. Hallelujah. So what does that say for us? God says without holiness, you can't see me. Hallelujah. But here we go. I'm going to impute sin to my son. And after I have imputed sin to the son, hallelujah, my son will impute righteousness and holiness to you. Hallelujah. Watch this. Again, focus here. It wasn't because Christ committed sin. Sin was imputed. And so he inherited the consequence of sin being imputed to him. And the consequence of sin is death. The Bible says what the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so because sin was imputed to him, he bore the consequence of sin hallelujah which is death a way of crucifixion on a cross he became a curse for us so that he hallelujah becoming a curse for us would impute righteousness to us again the impute the imputation or the impartation of holiness and righteousness to us through the trunk of jesus christ our lord it's not because of our works hallelujah it's because of his finished work. It's because of his finished work. The Lord says, Hallelujah. Because you believe in me, I am imputing holiness to you. The same way sin was imputed to me, not because I did sin. Hallelujah. And I bought a, But I brought a consequence of it. God says, I'm going to impute holiness to you. And what is the consequence of me imputing holiness to you? That means that you have my favor. You have my forgiveness. You have my righteousness because I have imputed my holiness to you. And the seed of holiness is in the trunk. Hallelujah. Of the tree. Hallelujah. And I am the vine and you are the branches. My holiness flows through the trunk to you so that you can thrive. Hallelujah. This is why the word of the Lord tells us in the book of James. Hallelujah. John 15. The Lord says, Abide in me and I abide in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide God has imputed his holiness to us and there are consequences for this hallelujah and these are good consequences that we have his mercy we have his goodness and we have his grace I encourage you today to abide (coughs) to abide in the holiness of the Lord most Ha! The Lord says, after the leaves fall off, the holiness, the holy seed will be its trunk. That means that everything that we need, hallelujah, for for holiness, for godliness, and for righteous living has been imputed to us. It is accessible to us who stay connected and abide in Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. What a word this morning. This is Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson. Thank you all for tuning in with me today.